come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is... The lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing, can I help them? You needed it according to God's word. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guys guessed it. You're on top of it. You are all over it. We're going to talk about help. The biblical meaning and the world meaning of help is this. Make it easier for someone to do something by offering one services or resources. Galatians 6.1 Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you shall also be tempted. Who doesn't need a little help every now and then? I know I do. I know you do. We all have had to ask, or actually not even ask, needed help even when we didn't bother to ask. When we were out there and lost, that's when we need help. Whether we're at work, whether we're at school, whether we're at home, someone can observe you struggling. It doesn't necessarily have to be sin, but we need help. And it is the spirit within that person that recognizes that you can use a helping hand. If it wasn't for the love of God shown through someone who was truly walking by the spirit of God, where would I be? Where would you be? Where would you be today? I don't want to dwell on that, though. I want you to think back to the lesson from last week where we were discussing how to walk in the spirit because this week actually ties to it. We found that prayer, studying and the word and obedience are the key to just that walking in the spirit. Those are the three things that we can do to ensure that we are. So that way we are sensitive when we come upon other people that may be in need. After all that is said and done, you must put all that work to action. Someone did it for you. So what I'm saying is we can understand what it means to walk in the Spirit. We can understand what what steps we have to take. But now we have to put that learning to action so that we may help someone else. Would you really allow someone you love to continually throw their lives away over something that is only temporary. We're talking about sin. We're talking about money. We're talking about things of this world. We're talking about people. We're talking about relationships. If you saw someone throwing their life away, wouldn't you not step up to say, hey, stop, that's just not it? Again, I really don't want you to answer that because I know some of you may be a little champ. Y'all be like, yeah, I don't like that person. So, yeah, they could throw their life away. But that is not what true Christians do. So that's why I don't want you to really answer that. Because I know, my young loyal listeners, the spirit of the living God deposited in your soul. There's no way, there is no way you would stand by idly and do nothing. I know it because I know I wouldn't. You know why? Matthew 25 and 40 says this. The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you have done it for me. I want you to peep that. I want you to read that whole chapter, but really a few verses before it talks about, you know, you fed me when I was hungry, you gave me a place to sleep, you clothed me and all these things. And, and the people were like, well, well disciples were like, well, when did I do that for you, Lord? And this, that was his answer. 
You did it when you did it for the least of me. So don't do it because you know it's Christ. Do it because the Christ in you. So don't worry about what that person looks like or how they're living. Do it because it's the God in you that says you should help them. This is not that hard to live and do as long as you are living and walking in the spirit. The easiest way to live this is to treat everyone you come across as an opportunity to show the love of God through our presence, allowing the Holy Spirit to guide our every action and thought. Here are some ways to show the love of God. You do it by listening when they need someone to talk to or vent. Just listening. You don't have to say much. Just listen. You do it through your generosity. Sometimes they do need a little help financially, a little help physically. Whatever it may be, they, they may need a ride. They may need a place to stay. They may need a kind word. You do it by being an encourager. Lift them up spiritually. Don't continue to tear, tear them down because they're already down. Lift them up. Tell them they can do it. Tell them that the God in you can also live in them, that they can find peace and humility in anything that they're going through. Encourage them to step forward, to step out of what they're in. Be an encourager. You do it through your acts of kindness. Like I said, you offer to cut their grass. You offer to wash their car. You offer them a ride. You offer them maybe even a shirt off your back. You offer them just whatever it is as an act of kindness. And probably the easiest you do it by praying for them. You can come across someone that, is, that, that, that has a kind of funny countenance that then just don't seem right. And as you continue to walk past that person or you sit across from that person, you may not know them. Just begin to pray. Just like I'm going to pray right now. Father God, I come to you right now asking that you forgive us for every sin, thought, deed, or action, Lord God, that we may come before your throne of grace and that you may hear our prayer, Lord God, our supplication, that you may answer it, Lord God. And right now, I pray for my young loyalists, Lord God, that, they, that you give them a spirit of help, a spirit of kindness, a spirit of an encourager, a spirit of a listener, Lord God, a spirit of one that says, I will walk in the spirit that I may use and, and, and be able to take advantage of those opportunities and those people you put in my path, Lord God, to help, to encourage, to motivate, to be more like you, oh God. Have your way in their lives that they are helpers of you, that they will Help by furthering your kingdom by just living as a light to the world. That someone may just see the light shining in them. That that is enough help for them to turn a frown to a smile, oh God. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were about to begin our lesson, and all of a sudden, everyone started laughing. So I was like, what's up? What's so funny? What happened? All of a sudden, the laughter died down, but no one answered the question. So I said again, all right, seriously, what's going on? What was so funny? But then I looked at one of the youths, and his eyes were telling me what was funny. His eyes were saying, I just got high. I looked at him, put my hands up, and said, hey, I'm glad you're here. So the lesson that I had changed and I took them to Galatians 6 verses 1 and 2, which reads, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. I asked the group, why did they laugh? Because he was high or that he came to Bible study high? I told them, guess what? 
It doesn't matter really why you laugh, because the fact of the matter is he could have gone anywhere else, but he's here. And like the scripture says in a nutshell, don't judge someone who has trespassed, but restore in the spirit of gentleness, because you too can be tempted. Maybe not with weed, but temptation will come your way. So be careful when you laugh at somebody else. The scripture also goes on to say, to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So while the youth put his head down on his desk, I guess to take a nap, I wasn't bothered because as he slept, the teaching was going to get into his spirit. So I was good. I explained to the group that generally speaking, not talking about this young man, but we never know what another person is going through, what they just went through, what they've just survived, what their struggles are, and we need to be very careful. We have no idea what situation, circumstance, trauma, or tragedy brought them to the point where they wanted to maybe do drugs, alcohol, but they were just trying to escape their reality. I'm not giving excuses, not by any means, because you all know right from wrong. When the word says to bear another's burdens, it's saying that we need to help them have compassion. So one of the youths asked, how can we help? I said, great question. Sometimes when you're young, you just want someone to listen. Sometimes you feel like you can't go to your parents, even though you should. You want someone your age to understand what's happening. I get that, but realize that what you're going through, an adult has already been through and can help you come out of your situation victoriously without you using vices to help you escape reality. Sometimes you'll find that even though you want to help, your help may be rejected. And when that happens, just pray for that person. Don't stop being their friend. Just pray and know that God is working on their behalf. You may not see it, but know that your prayers are powerful. Be blessed, our young lawyer listeners. In summary, the importance of knowing how to help others because God first helped you. I will close with this in a quote. Deciding to help someone other than yourself goes beyond the average person. But it's exactly what God expects of a Christian. Here's a timely cliche. A frown is an upside-down smile. The God in you has just what it takes to flip a frown. Don't withhold good from someone who deserves it when it is in your power to do so. Proverbs 3.27 As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennett. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.